talk about all kinds of martial arts movies there's also like no way to not compare those instantly to karate kid What's going on? Dave the Clone here, welcoming you all back to the dojo one more time. Uh, here we are, officially 2021, with our new lesson plans and uh, season three freshly under our black belts. So, um, what's going on is this is a quick preview sort of buffer episode uh, that uh, me and Chris and the guys all just kind of threw together a quick kind of hot take slash preview of what's coming up because our next recording session is happening at the end of the week and you know what we we've been quiet through the holidays a little bit and we wanted to not waste any more time getting back to uh, talking about this with everybody so just to kind of give you guys a little taste of what's going to be coming up um, you know, uh, when we do our next lesson plan. So this here is sort of, uh, I guess what we're going to call like a warm up. This is a, uh, a pre, you know, calisthenics. This is the getting ready to come back to the dojo after the holiday break. And, um, so basically, you know, season three for me was awesome. Um, I loved all of it. We binged it like, you know, within the two days of it being released. I think it was like it dropped on the first. We watched four or five episodes that night and then we watched the rest of them the next day. And now the biggest question I have, the thing that I'm the most upset about is when are we getting season four? (laughs) I mean, we have so much to talk about in season three, but you know, I just want more. This is the first time I've really felt like binging everything the day it was released was, uh, Maybe not the best of ideas, at least not for somebody who's uh, as in love with and invested in and would like to sort of um, be able to experience the show. Um, sometimes when you kind of uh, uh, draw out watching the episodes over a couple weeks, you know, or a couple days even, more than two, it just feels like you get to live with it longer. And this just feels like, all right, we waited not as long as we thought we were going to have to um, after season two. But now, I mean, there's not even talk yet of when season four is coming out or um, that, since it got delayed by COVID. So that's Definitely going to be probably one of the hard parts of this, um, but that's what the dojo's for. We're going to be talking about it. We'll keep it alive. We'll keep it alive for months. What do we study here? The way of the And what is that way? You remember lesson about the balance. Lesson not just karate only.
Listen for all life. Mr. Miyagi treated me like a son. He wouldn't keep any secrets from me. Are you sure about that? You know, there were some things, a few things I was a little disappointed in. Um, we're going to talk about Hall Brawl 2 and uh, whether we thought that, you know, this was Deck the Hall's Brawl, I guess. <laughs> and hopefully I'm not stealing all the good lines before uh, from all the other guys before they get a chance to weigh in here. But, you know, just to kind of let everybody know, yeah, obviously we watched it. Obviously we watched it right away and we want to watch it a couple times so that we have it all fresh in mind. So this is prep, you know, this is the, like you saw in the show, when you have to go and start doing the prep for the next tournament, this is where we are. We're getting the game plan set up i thought i was doing the right thing but i failed you the truth is you got soft and we paid the price you want cobra kai it's yours the whole reason these kids got into trouble was because of us we can't let them suffer because of our issues. The only way to end this is by working together. So, what do you say? Uh, what did I like? I mean, obviously all the crease flashback stuff. I was totally thinking about Chris when that was going on because you know, for that, the, there's one thing that you guys should know about Sensei Styles already is that uh, the crease backstory and the Terry Silver backstory very big for him. So I'm sure he's gonna have a few things to say. In fact, let's 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 hear what Chris's hot take was. <laughs> I am so blown away by season three of Cobra Kai that I am truly at a loss for words. I've, I'm not even equipped to verbalize just how amazing season three is. It is better than anything that's ever been done with Star Wars in my life. It's better than anything they've done with the Rocky franchise since at least 1985 when Rocky IV came out. It's better than any Rambo sequel that we've gotten, the post thing, you know, better than any of this new Star Wars stuff, you know, better than everything they try to bring back is just so bad. But this is so amazingly good. This fixes things that kind of irked me with the original trilogy. And this makes me so happy that things, this like redeems aspects of the original movies that didn't even need redeeming, but are even better now than they were before. And it just builds upon a legacy oh, so well. It, I, I really am speechless by this whole thing. I mean, there are so many times. I mean, I, first of all, I Cobra cried my ass off over and over and over again. This thing karate kicked me in the heart to death, to death. I mean, I was like... I was grabbing my chest, you know, repeatedly throughout this, and I was just like, oh my god, this is intense. I've been on the, I felt like I was on a roller coaster for five, six hours, however long it was, and I literally couldn't even settle down for like two, three hours afterwards. I was just so satisfied. It was like being on the most satisfying roller coaster of my life. Um, you know, hats off to the team. To uh, Hurwitz and Heald and Schlossberg, they did an incredible job. The actors, everybody did an incredible job. Uh, the fights were amazing. The fights were great. Um, man, the foreshadowing was incredible. The backstories were amazing. Seeing Crease in Vietnam was just mind blowing. The return of Chosen was incredibly satisfying. 
the return of Kumi, of Kumiko was, oh my God, I was just crying like a baby the whole time. Uh, I'm always going to ship Daniel and Kumiko. Uh, no disrespect to Amanda. Amanda was great this year. In fact, this was the best year yet for Amanda. And I really liked what, you know, uh, Courtney Henningler did with the character this year, what the writers did with the character this year. But uh, I'm always going to ship Daniel and Kumiko. Uh, And the way she comes back did not, you know, uh, put out that fire for me. Um, Your enemies think they're the hero and you're the villain. There is no good. Look at this freak. There is no bad, only weak, but strong. What are you, Tango and Cash? <laughs> no, Tango and Cash were narcotics detectives. Oh, I'm sorry. You do realize neither one of you are cops, right? I'm sad. I, you know, here's the thing: is I love what they did in terms of old romances coming back in ways that were deeply significant without being romantic you know you don't have to kiss somebody uh for them to change your life and for them to have meaning in your life and for them to have purpose in your life or value in your life um and i think that is one of the messages of season three that i really liked um and of course you know what else can i say but crease 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 martin cove is amazing this year um it's uh, probably his best work as Crease, and you know this is this is the guy. I mean, he was Crease in one, two, and three, and he was amazing in one, two, and three, and he was amazing in season two of Cobra Kai at the end of season one. But just the deliciousness of his performance this year is off the charts, and I cannot even fathom what we're gonna get in season four. All I know is we're going to get silver, or I hope to God we're going to get silver. I feel like that man is coming. He's the chairman of the board when it comes to Cobra Kai. Um, he is the emperor. Um, I am, you know, my my good friend Mickey Torres would tell you that you got to look out for Mike Barnes, and Mike Barnes is coming, but I'm telling you, whew, I am so ready for season four. It is... I mean, it really, you know, again, I apologize for being speechless there, but, you know, season four is, uh, let me put it to you this way, season three is the best season of Cobra Kai yet, and I loved season one and season two, and this is so good that it's probably better than the two of them put together, It, it I think it easily is, it ends in such a satisfying way, uh, spoilers out there, <laughs> but... You know, I cannot say enough. I've already watched it four and a half times, I think. Uh, I'm going to be binging it again over and over and over. Uh, The finale is just one of the most satisfying finales of any series of television I have ever seen. It gets you more excited for the next season than almost anything I've ever seen, um, including the endings of Cobra Kai Season 1 and Season 2, which both had brilliant endings. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's what it comes down to. Uh, you really delve deep into Miyagi-Do and Cobra Kai in ways that are so satisfying and so spiritual and 
The thing to remember with this franchise is they're not just talking about karate. They're talking about life, and they are giving you lessons that have nothing to do with fighting but have everything to do with how to live your life. And I think uh, we needed this show more than ever right now, and uh, I think we still need it, and we need season four and the rumored season four, five, and six. Hopefully we get more than that and spinoffs because I don't ever want this to end. This is so much fun. This is just one of the best things that has ever happened to any franchise, and it happens to be one of the best franchises in Hollywood history. So, uh, again, hats off to the creative team and the cast and everybody for doing such an incredible job and for validating me for being that karate kid weirdo for 30 years, you know, in the dark years of the 90s and the 2000s, and me still beating the karate kid drum. Uh, for so many of us like that, we, we feel validated and vindicated. And it's a great thing to unite us with a younger generation of fans. Um, you know, there's a lot of divide in the world, and I think Cobra Kai is the type of thing that highlights the gray areas and maybe makes it a little bit easier for people with stark differences to come together. And uh, I think that's really important. And again, it's not about karate. It's about life. any rate, I've rambled on long enough, Dave. I hope you have enough to cut together here. Um, until then, strike first, strike hard, show mercy, maybe. I thought we were the good guys. We try to be. There's one thing I do know for sure. You can't run away from your problems. I might never be able to... Never. Can't. Those are just words that are meaningless. Yeah, man, it's, uh, man, waiting for season four. This is going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I'm going to be a broken record on that for a long time. But you know what? We also, in the interim, will get to talk about lots of other martial arts movies, especially movies from the same era as the original franchise, and then how they sort of stack up against movies that are from the era of this Cobra Kai iteration. Uh, but yeah, Mickey, what, what did you think, man? What was your hot take? Cobra Kai season three tops one and two in so many ways. More callbacks, more backstory, more badass karate, alley with an eye, and so much goodness to enjoy along with some heartfelt moments that had me crying like a baby. This is why I love modern technology. You know, we could do it in pieces. We could all do it in our this, the isolation of our own spots. We don't have to worry about COVID. But, you know, we could also send stuff together and stitch together a little patchwork episode to buff between last uh, holiday double episode and the next new episode. And, uh, you know, round it out, we've got another guy, a friend of ours, who's going to be joining us, one of the voice actors behind the Hollow Nine. He, uh, unfortunately, he recorded stuff for Tangent City that didn't make it in our first, uh, it just did, that, that content didn't get released yet before the sort of uh, castle started to crumble behind the scenes, a story to be told another time, I'm sure. But uh, rest assured, uh, Tangent City is being rebuilt, and uh, this guy's voice will be a part of it when it comes back, as well as some friends he's bringing into the mix. But uh, let's check in with our buddy Jake Gallagher, uh, who uh, has also got some martial arts experience, so he's going to be bringing all kinds of perspectives to the show. In fact, I think he has his own dojo. Uh, you know, Jake, what did you think? Hey, everyone. I'm Jake the Hybrid Gallagher, professional fighter and voice actor with the Hollow Nine Network. Since the premiere of Season 3, Cobra Kai has definitely hit me hard. Not only have I questioned the character of Daniel LaRusso and Johnny Lawrence, 
But now I question Mr. Miyagi and John Kreese themselves. The storyline following the school fight at the end of Season 2 made me wonder where the story would take us through the journey of Miyagi-Do student Robbie and Cobra Kai student Miguel, along with all the other characters. On Friday's episode of Dojo 9, with Dave the Clone Maresca and co-host Chris Stiles, this and much more of our thoughts will be discussed. So please tune in. You're not a kid anymore. The world isn't just going to hand it to you. If you want something, you have to crawl across the floor. Use your damn teeth if you have to. I'm always going to be right here next to you because I'll always be your teacher. Oh, shit. It's all right. You felt like a champ. Mr. Miyagi taught me everything you knew. Let us find out. Well, I want to thank you guys for uh, sending those in. I hope you guys are all stoked out there after hearing this. And, you know, if you wanted to go relive the rest of the dojo experience, the episodes are all available on our Ponomatic feed. Anybody who's following us over on Anchor FM will notice that we just reran the first four episodes as kind of like a holiday bonus preview so that anybody who wasn't sure if the show kept going and didn't know to jump over to the Ponomatic feed to find us. But, you know, keep an eye on all of our channels. You know, our YouTube channel is about to blow up with a whole bunch of new content. And you never know, Patreon might have some special stuff going on this year. I know we've been talking about it for a long time, but we're finally in a good spot to do it. So, you know, that's what happens when you have, like, talent behind you, um, you know, and on all sides. And really bringing bringing their A-game to the content at all times. I hope you're all enjoying the evolution. Those of us who've been with us, those of you who've been with us from the beginning, I'm sure you've seen the many forms and faces of the Hollow Nine. And uh, I think we finally landed in, like, a really sweet spot. So I hope you're all enjoying it out there. And please, you know, join in the conversation. Hollow9podcast at gmail.com is the best way to get in touch with us. All right, folks, we'll be back with the next lesson, lesson 3-1 in the Dojo 9 next week. Until then, strike first, strike hard. No mercy, some mercy. Be discriminate with your mercy. <laughs> mercy when mercy do. All right, until then, adios. This is David Clone. You've been listening to the Hollow Nine Network, bringing you the very best in fan-made media. That's the word hollow, the number nine, I-N-E. Now broadcasting from our new home on the web, hollow9.com, where you can find info on all of our awesome programming as well as the team behind the shows. Leave us your feedback, join in the conversation, and be a part of the action. Find the Hollow Nine Network on Facebook, Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts. Email us at info at hollow9.com or at hollow9podcast at gmail.com. Join in the fun. Hollow Nine! you think making me repeat myself is going to somehow make the story change, or if you just don't want to hear what it is I actually have to say by it. Again, we changed course based on orders received on the flash band from company headquarters. Code gold, command eyes only, standard operating procedure as I know you are aware. Search and rescue would rarely venture into an unregulated area without more concrete proof of life. 
You sure found something out there, all right. When you watch it as a little kid, you know, it's a monster movie. It's really creepy. But then there's all the weird artificial intelligence stuff. There's the, like, rapey nature of the face huggers and all that. Why don't you stick your face in the egg, dude? Is there an egg opening in front of you? Stick your face in there and see what happens. When I fall asleep at night, I have this irrational fear that something is going to crawl inside and, like, lay eggs inside of me. I'm actually wondering, <laughs> now that we're talking about this, if this might have been the impetus for that. You know, Star Wars comes out, and they go, what other movies do we have set in space? Boom, Alien gets green light the next day. Very similar to just even how our government is in preparation for something where they didn't know exactly what was in store, like specifically xenomorphs. Bodily fluids, and it's not just blood. There's a lot of like grease, and there's a lot of sweat. And mm. it wasn't the blood that got me, it was the sheer amount of sweat. We're on a mission to bring back knowledge of the xenomorph. The end of all mankind, all wrapped up in a bow, just waiting for us to come along. You're gonna find yourself staring down the barrel of a living, breathing devil in the flesh that bleeds acid and lives to kill us. So New Jersey Harcon reputation is exploding. The atmosphere you guys have created. New Jersey Harcon was my entree into an actual horror convention. Wow. Love it. doing a great job. That yeah. is amazing. I'm super proud and super inspired to hear that. I mean, that's a testament to the community of cons and, you know, of horror and stuff in general. My God. Oh, my God. Oh, it's wow. Carmen Electra. Hey, hey, wow. Hey, we hey, are hey, all giving high fives to an absolute icon. This is incredible. Uh, trailblazer, amazing. You are amazing. Carmen Electra, Absolutely. be well. Safe. Thank you so much. Love. Have a good one. Be well. So you that's can't see happened. it on radio, but oh she's my still God. got it. Yes. That's my Absolutely. Wife. Still right got it. My wife gets the picture uh, of Carmen Electra. The wife does it. There you go, wife. Good job, wife. <laughs> that's a keeper. That wife's a keeper. Are you having a blast? I am having a blast. Are you having a blast? I am. What this was place you? is awesome, right? What's your most favorite part of the whole day so far? When the guy dressed like Gene Simmons from Kiss stopped in front of our booth and we put Strutter on and he did a lip sync to the whole thing. Guys, if you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and do that. Yeah. I started bumping Michael Winslow. I got to have this whole experience where Leslie Easterbrook was lost and looking for her autograph table, and I got to take her all around. Okay. It's spooky, actually. I'm going to turn the chair around a little bit sure. so I can see you. Oh, wow. all right. Keep all right. an eye on you. <laughs> I saw you, and I thought, hmm, this guy knows everything. <laughs> oh. Terrific oh, really? and oh. sound in here with cool. you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah, it's really amazing clear. how it Damon Della Greca of Slasher, this awesome app. I, you know, I wanted to do something that would really make it for these people who just love to create, who love horror. Thank you for what you're doing, dude. It's Thank great you. that you put this together. Absolutely, man. It's always good to see you. We're trying to have as much fun, and we want people to have fun with us, and that's why we got guys like you stop by the table, hang out. We got to do the radio thing for a little bit. He's Not from Jersey, you know. I'm, I'm from, from the South, so. And I'm from the Bronx, so. Ah, so, okay. so we're all still okay. friends. That's good. So that's good. good. Daniel Frankenstein. I'm representing uh, CycleThematicMedia.com. Call ourselves a creative collective. My name is Gail Bikowitz. Yeah, I'm Hector De La Rosa. We're partners in crime here. We're doing special effects makeup, and we're also independent filmmakers. When I ran into them earlier, they were definitely vampire cowboys. I love Better Off Dead. I love Dylan's Head. Um, and I'm just so glad that you guys remember those films. Oh my, oh my god. god, those movies. I would go to school and just try and talk like Bill and Ted all day. No like, triumphant. <laughs>
David Clone from the Hall 9 Network, and by now, you know what it's time for you to do. Let's go on over to NewJerseyHorrorCon.com, get yourself some tickets, and check out this awesome event where we are lifetime sponsors. We will be there from now until infinitum with all these incredible guests that are going to be at the next one, bringing you all the awesome from the show floor right to your digital door, right here at Hollow9.com at the New Jersey Horror Con and Film Festival. I got it. I got it. That's good. <laughs> See you soon.